We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Fresh off uh, a weekend, uh, I'm, uh, uh, some amount of time on vacation, the great Albert Breer of the MMQB joins us. Albert, welcome to the show, bud. It's sort of a vacation. I don't know. I mean, I was gone for like three, four days and- it was great. It was great going up skiing and all that. But uh, anybody who's gone skiing with their kids knows uh, there's the a worst. lot that goes into that. It's the worst. Did we have any good falls? Uh, yeah. You know what? Like my one thing I learned is like my younger son, like our middle one, he's six and um, he fell a bunch, but like he was totally willing to go up on the blues with his older brother um, and up on the gondola there at the place that we were. So it went pretty high up. And, like, I was just, like, you know, I didn't want to be up there. And then, you know, you get, like, a quarter of the way down, and he falls, and he doesn't want to ski anymore. Like, this dude, like, more so than his brother would back then, um, handled, every, handled, like, every fall like a champ. So Albert, where did you guys uh, go skiing at? Huh? Where did you guys go skiing? We went to Stowe. Where is that? So it's like about about a half hour from Burlington, way up there in Vermont. Like about oh, okay. I say I say like an hour or so south of the Canadian border. So it's pretty far up there. It's like it's one of the towns like here that has like it's got like a real like you know restaurant nightlife at night, and Mm -hmm. um, you know like it's one of the nicer places up here. Like it doesn't compare to like you know whatever Vail or or Big Sky or any of those, but uh, but 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 really good skiing for the Northeast. All right, I, we do. We have got a lot of football, obviously, to get to. But we, we, I, I took some flack for buying a relatively expensive bottle of tequila and taking it to my uh, uh, cabin weekend with my beautiful wife. And I was, I basically, my blue card, my blue collar card was was stripped from me by a fellow blue collar member of the station. So, how much? Uh, what what's like the most you're willing to spend on a good bottle of alcohol? I mean, I, like the most expensive stuff I got as gifts. You know what I mean? So I have those up. Like, uh, I don't know. I mean, like I've I've spent like on bottles of wine. I'll go to I'll I'll, I'll go well over a hundred. Um, I mean, I, I would spend if it's a great bottle of of liquor that I'll I'll have up on the uh, I'll have up I'll have up on the shelf. And I'm I remember I'm not like a collector like that. I don't know. Like I'd spend like three, four hundred bucks. All right, so that's double what I. That's more than double what I spent there. So I, I'm, I'm just trying are we, to. Are we talking retail at the grocery store? I mean, are we talking like, like about out of the restaurant? The most expensive stuff I have. Like I, I don't know if I've ever actually done it though. Like I, I'm saying I would do it. I don't think I've ever actually done. It. Like I've got a bottle of blue. Like I'm looking up my, at uh, you know, our, our little bar area now. We got we got a bottle of Blue Label up there. So that, that's probably the nicest bottle up there right now. All right, all right. Um, 
I guess we should get to the football. Congrats on your, all your success. I know. <laughs> I, I will say this. I will say this about that trip, though. Like, I, like one thing. I, I one thing where like age is totally creeped in is after like a full day of skiing with the kids. The last two nights, I was so exhausted. Like by <laughs> eight nine o'clock, I was totally cashed. Like it was like like I had a few drinks and everything else with dinner. And I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> I just need to go to bed. And I'm also a little more sore than I normally would be. So, um, yeah, I guess that's just being in your 40s, you know. Yeah, vacations with kids also aren't vacations. They're amazing. They're yeah. you know some of the best memories you'll ever make. But you don't really relax the same way, Albert. Let's get. I would. I would also. I would also advise anybody. Like, I, like I'm complaining about it, but get your kids into skiing because it's like one of the things that kept me connected to my parents, and like it was. It's been, it was amazing being out there with the two boys, and you know, hopefully our daughter gets up out there soon, too. Albert Breer of the MMQB on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. I, I have put this off long enough. We get to the football. Uh, a year or two from now, um, is Bubba Ventrone going to be getting head coaching interest around the NFL if things work out here? I, I think that's the idea. You know, I, I think one of the things that – I think frustrated Bubba a little bit was that, you know, like it was sort of the idea of him being the interim coach there. It wasn't dismissed, but um, it wasn't as real a consideration, you know? And so I, I think if you're either a special teams coach or a defensive coach, you know, you have to be in this day and age because of the, the, the obvious, um, you know, preference of most owners to hire offensive coaches to become head coaches. Um, that you you have to you have to be very very crafty, and you have to be strategic in the way you build up your resume, and a lot of it's going to come down to the amount of responsibility that you have within whatever building, um, you know you're 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 working in, and you know you look at like the special teams coaches, the two guys that have gotten shots, and really, you know over the last over the time you know that I've been covering the league at least, it's John Harbaugh and Joe Judge, and if you look at the very end of their tenures. In, in Philadelphia and New England, respectively, they took on an extra role. So John Harbaugh had been the, head co- had been the special teams coach for almost a decade under Andy Reid, became the, spe- the secondary coach at the very end. Um, Joe Judge had been the special teams coach for Bill Belichick for, I think, five or six years, and then at the very end became the receivers coach. So, you know, I think that that's a big piece of it. Like, you know, I think, you know, Bubba's got a very – Bubba's ambitious, played in the league, um, and I think he wants a shot at some at running his own show sometime at some point. And uh, you know, the best way to do that, I think, for any special teams coach, is to add responsibility. And I think the assistant head coach title does that, and kind of you know, at least creates the impression that he's continuing to be upwardly mobile. Albert, I want to ask you one other thing about about um, Bubba Ventrone. You know, they fired Prefer like kind of late. Was yeah. was the, were they letting Prefer like look for a job because um, they kind of knew they were going to let him go and then he couldn't find a job so then they just fired him like how did that whole process well, go about Yeah, I think part of it was like the opportunity to go and hire Bubba too. You know what I mean? Like, and sometimes it takes a while for those things to to materialize. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I think that that was definitely a part of this. Like, there were a group of coaches in Arizona and a group of coaches in Indianapolis that because of the timing of those hires and because those guys, those teams hired Super Bowl coordinators, um, those guys were blocked for almost a month. You know, like, um, you know, in, in Indianapolis, it was Gus Bradley, and it looks like that's going to work out for him. 
um, there, you know, and then in Arizona, it was Jeff Rogers, their special teams coordinator, it was Vance Joseph, who had to go find a job after this. And he was, you know, lucky enough that some other searches were going a little slower, and that allowed him to land the job in Denver. Um, I just think because of the the timing of um, the, the the some of the hires, it slowed down um, to a crawl almost the hiring process at some other positions, and really put some guys in tough situations where those guys were blocked from leaving where they were um, and weren't let go until late. So I think that that's really what that was about was the opportunity to go and hire Bubba Ventrone didn't materialize until late because the Colts search dragged on and on and on. And that opportunity comes up and, you know, I'm, I'm sure to some degree they were letting Prefer look around a little bit. Um, you know, that opportunity comes up and obviously, you know, Kevin Stefanski sees it as something he can't pass up. Albert Breer of the MMQB on the <clears throat> North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. Uh, the XFL just started up there and, you know, a lot has been made of, uh, whether it's the extra point rule, whether it's uh, Dean Blandino mm -hmm. and access. When you look at kind of the XFL previously, they, each time they have led to, to rule changes or different implementations yep. that have helped the NFL. What are the rules or new ideas that the NFL might be most likely to adopt that the XFL is trying out this year? I'd say the fourth down rule, like the, the onside kick fourth down rule is something that they've really looked at. Um, now you can look at this two ways, right? Like well, on one side, they've been looking to take dangerous special teams plays out of the game forever. I don't think it's any secret that they've been trying to eliminate the kickoff. Um, and, you know, so I think because of the players, player health and safety element of this, um, and quite frankly, because of what it means for team economics too, um, you know, I think the idea of taking a, taking the onside kick out of the game appeals to certain owners. The flip side of it is, you know, there are people who believe that, um, you know, like the, the special teams aspects of the game, that's what football is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so if you're taking like a, uh, the, the onside kick out of it and creating whatever, I think it would be like a fourth and 15 or fourth and 18 play, right? Um, you take that out of it. Well, you know, now you're on a slippery slope where you're trying to, you know, where you may be uh, trying to eliminate the kicking game altogether which, you know, is, you know, goes back, you know, as far as, as football has existed. So those are the two sides of the argument. But I would say, you know, when you look at the player health and safety stuff and you look at where the momentum has been going on the kickoff forever, um, you know, my feeling is that would be the one that they would really look at. And what's fascinating about it, guys, you know, I can tell you this, like I, I know some people who are working in the XFL now, you know, I know when Dwayne Johnson's talked to them, um, you know, he's really kind of emphasized that they want to be sort of a feeder system for the NFL. Like they want to work in cooperation with the NFL. They're not going to fight the NFL for eyeballs. Um, you know, and this could be one way to do it is, you know, like you sort of become the test kitchen, you know, for the NFL where you try out different rules at that level and you sort of see what works and what doesn't and whatever works maybe graduates to the NFL level. It's, it's an interesting way of running a league for sure. Hey, one thing I love about the XFL, and I haven't watched a lot of it, but was, you know, the transparency of the re the replay review center. I thought yeah. that was really cool, and I think if the NFL did that, people would would have a much better feeling for what's going on and what the refs are actually looking at. Is that something yeah. you think they could adopt? And, and and obviously the <laughs> the efficiency of the of the replays is uh, really really quick. I'm with you, Dustin. I love like that sort of thing. I wouldn't hold your breath. 
I mean, if they're not even making the official available to more than one reporter after he screws up something royally in a game, like the idea that all of a sudden they're going to, you know, open the, they're going to give us the keys to the castle and let us see everything seems like, um, seems pretty unlikely, you know, and I, and I think that there's that element of it too, where, you know, you have a serious situation like the Demar Hamlin situation um, and knowing what happened behind the scenes and having kind of an idea of, I mean, like to put it frankly, how how ugly some of that stuff got in the background um, that the public never really learned about. Um, you know, I would I, w- I would tend to think that there's some stuff that ha- that's happening behind the scenes on the day to day. You know, with the officiating and and stuff being handled in New York and up in the booth that the NFL doesn't want any part of letting anyone see. Albert, do you think we could ever get to a point? I know the XFL wants to be kind of a developmental league for the NFL. Do you think we yep. could ever see? A talent exchange kind of similar to like the NFL Europe, what they were 25 years ago? That'd be fantastic. You know, I, I really think like if you talk to like the Kurt Warners and the, the Adam Benetieri's of the world and, and guys who I, you know, really benefited from playing over there, um, there's, I mean, a, a real like talent development, um, you know, benefit to that. And there's an issue, you know, in that area in the NFL too. Um, and Dustin, you can probably speak to this, but, you know, it used to be that, you know, when you had your guys who were depth on the team, like that were whatever the fifth corner or the fifth receiver or the fourth offensive tackle who weren't getting a lot of reps during the season, those guys were getting all their work in the spring and summer. But now with the rules and how things have been pared down, it's become harder and harder and harder to develop those guys. So I think having the outlet to develop those guys in another league would be fantastic and awesome. Um, you know, and I think some of the smarter teams, you know, Philadelphia is one, have actually considered ways to do this where they're creatively developing the bottom of their roster in different ways. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I think that would be great. I don't know if the NFL would do it because I think it would probably, you know, uh, involve them, you know, putting some sort of investment back into the into another league and, you know, based on how these owners operate, I, I that's again like maybe not something I would hold my breath waiting for, um, but I think it would be phenomenal for the game, and I think it would uh, it, it would help every team. You know, because every team would be able to develop the 40th, 45th, 50th guy in the roster way more efficiently than they're able to do right now. Albert, looking to a couple of quarterback situations around the NFL, real quick. A lot of reports about Lamar Jackson. Uh, we're in the tag window here. If Baltimore does give the non-exclusive tag, which would allow other teams to negotiate. Do you think that there are teams out there that would be willing to give Lamar the kind of money he's seeking? Yeah, because history tells us that 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 that, that any quarterback who's starting caliber, you know, a good starting quarterback in the league, is going to command that. You know, much less uh, you know a, a guy who's won an MVP before. So, yeah, there's the injury concerns, and I think that those are real. The fact that he couldn't finish the last two seasons is, you know, would be problematic and something you'd have to consider. Um, you know, but I, I think, you know, what, what would win the day here um, is, you know, the, the, the environment in the league and the environment that everybody has to operate in. If you're a team in the AFC right now, and this is sort of the explainer on why the Browns threw Baker Mayfield overboard to go get Deshaun Watson. Like, just think about this. For the next two, ten years – like it's not just going to be be pulling one upset in the playoffs, then you get to the Super Bowl. 
in the AFC for the next 10 years, you're going to have to go through some, some combination of Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, just to get into the Super Bowl, you know? And so how do you, how, how do you, how, how do you get into that club? You go and try to get somebody who can measure up with that group, you know? And so um, I think because of that element, like Lamar is, Lamar is plenty good enough to say, yeah, you know, if we can keep him healthy um, and we can get him going, we can build an offense for him, then he is the type of quarterback who could give us a shot to be able to beat those sorts of quarterbacks consecutively. And uh, so, like, yeah, I, I think that there's no question about it, like that if he gets, you know, the non-exclusive tag, someone is going to sit there and say it is worth it to put, they say, a four-year $200 million fully guaranteed deal for, for him knowing, you know, if, if the Ravens don't match, we're also going to have to give up two first round picks to get him. Albert, we, we, this one's a, a quick hitter, but now that Aaron Rodgers is out of uh, his darkness retreat, how quickly <laughs> is this situation in green Bay? How quickly should we expect that to play out? Yeah, I think everybody's cognizant of um, what the calendar says. And, you know, we're, I think, it's three weeks away from the beginning of free agency and the combine starts on Monday, which, you know, everybody doesn't know out there. It's not just college guys running around in, in spandex. It's sort of the NFL's version of the winter meetings where everybody's in one place at one time. And so, you know, I think, you know, Aaron Rodgers is cognizant of the amount of business that gets done in Indianapolis next week. I think the Packers are cognizant of, you know, the, the, the ability to trade him, um, you know, and get the most back for him the best time to do it would be ahead of the combine. So, you know, there aren't teams that have made other plans. So um, my guess would be we'll, we'll know sooner rather than later. My guess is we find out via the Pat McAfee show. And um, so I, I don't know, is he usually he's on, on Tuesdays on McAfee, right? I, yeah. I, I, if I had to, if I had to guess, I would say maybe next Tuesday we find out what he's going to do. Albert, great stuff, buddy. We got to run, but uh, enjoy the rest of your, uh, your 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 trip home, and we sure appreciate your time, bud. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.